You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. So hello, you are listening to The Happiness Hub with me, Kedron Elliott. And this is the first episode of our fifth series. And also, this is the one-year anniversary of the Happiness Hub podcast. We've been going for one year now. Cannot believe it. And we've also started our in-person groups on a Tuesday night at the Granary Arts Cafe. So we would love you to come along to that. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes if you'd like to find out more about our face-to-face groups. Um, We're going for a walk this Sunday as well. We've got lots of things going on. We've got a lady from Yoga Masters UK coming along to talk to us about the benefits of yoga uh, next week and last week we had the Cheshire Wildlife Trust to come in and talk about connection with nature so we've got lots of well-being things going on down at the Happiness Hub at the Granary Arts Cafe it's free to absolutely everybody come along and just come down grab some lovely vegan cake and coffee and tea and just get involved with with the group and meet new people especially after the pandemic and that was the idea behind the group to get people out socializing and we had a new lady join us last night actually who moved to Nantwich during the pandemic um, and hadn't been able to go out and socialize at all so coming down to the happiness hub has been some of her first social engagements meeting people so um, yes all our uh, face-to-face meetings are all about well-being and this is why we've, we've invited this week's guest to kick off the podcast to talk all about well-being and that's Fiona from Flourish Wellbeing so good morning Fiona how are you? Good morning Kevin fine thank you. Lovely to be here. Thanks for asking me. Oh, that's quite all right. I know you requested to be on the podcast a little while ago. So thanks for bearing with us while admin got back to you, which is actually me as well. We don't have an admin section. (laughs) So Fiona, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, before you tell us about all the wonderful stuff that you do. And I'm going to quiz you about well-being and some of your top tips. How did you get into being a well-being coach? Probably personal circumstance, to be honest. Um, Lots of things have happened. We'd had several miscarriages. Uh, We'd had um, Chrissy's dad had had dementia, been very poorly, sadly then died. Lots of different things. I've been through a quite a traumatic divorce, different things had happened. And I think it just got got me into like looking at well-being personally. And then in my uh, previous role, I was in early years as a nursery manager for first, well, 20 odd years to be honest. Then I started working for Ofsted and I just thought this isn't really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I was that go-to person for lots of people. And I loved engaging with others to make change, like talk to anybody about pushing themselves forward rather than dwelling on the past. So I've been to different sessions myself, like including counselling and just thought, I just feel like I'm sitting there going over all ground. I wanted to be pushing myself forward all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was able to self-coach myself, which was great. And then um, also last year throughout the pandemic, we lost my dad to covid which really, really pushed me then to actually write, oh, it's time to do something for myself. So that's what I did. So I enrolled with a company called Raw Horizons Academy, and then they were doing online things. I was already qualified as a mentor and different bits and bobs, but I just wanted to step it up a little bit of a level. So that's what I did. So I continued. I love CPD and and professional development and things. It was right up my street to do some more training. And that's what I did. So, yes, I also did um, wellbeing life coach qualification and I'm accredited with the association for coaching and also the NHS as well for their personalized care institute program that they run and then once I'd done that again it wasn't enough I needed to do something else so that's when I did my NLP practitioners qualification as well 
and timeline therapy. Then included in that, I did some more breakthrough coaching, you know, not only for like clients and other people, but for myself, it's been great for my own personal development as well. Crikey, that that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and and never stop learning. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is the thing. Um, I I, I recorded a, a podcast earlier this um this week with a lady who does uh like Bowen technique massaging and scar work as well, and she talked about all the different things. And I think once you get into like holistic therapies or a, you know a blended um mm. kind of therapy route there's lots of different things you start picking up and different methods because different things work for different people don't they definitely yeah they do so it all sounds kind of relatively new then so if you I'm sorry to hear that you lost your dad to COVID dur- during the pandemic as well but you said that's when you you decided to to actually go go and set up your own business so is that when you set up Flourish it was yeah um well I'd I'd sort of decided that I needed a change of career really because it was one of those things you know like when you I absolutely loved it and I always love early years and working with children and I, I kind of realized that it was like I was more involved with the families so it was like the parents you know and things like that more for my role so I started thinking that it was more to do with like the adults well-being side of things that I was interested in mm-hmm. and so I just thought with what happened to my dad and the timing of things I just thought right well this is this is the time you know and I was I was 40 you know and you get that change and you think right well something's got to change my but I think for my own well-being as well I felt like I needed to do something a little bit different to push myself and challenge yeah so the time timing seemed to to be giving you a sign as they say it was it was yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so it's, it's adults that you work with pro- primarily now then is it uh, I work with children as well. When I first set up, I wanted to go down the route of like um, maybe schools and things like that, working with children, because that was my background. Mm-hmm. But then the more clients I spoke to in different things, because I did quite a few experienced clients as well, obviously, because I was new to coaching, not mentoring. So I wanted to shift that over. So I did quite a few freebies, really. And, and I still do offer freebies now as well to build on my experience. Yes, yeah, so I tend to work with uh, some teenagers at the moment following COVID. So obviously, since they've gone back to school, I found that I'm getting quite a few inquiries from GCSE year children, students. So I have got a couple of regulars that I tend to see. And it's a lot about um, when you actually narrow it down, it's a lot about self-esteem. So it's about worrying that they can't do their exams. They can't do this because they don't feel they've been in school enough. Yeah. So this is generally where we've been talking about start off with like a coaching session. And then we try and like interweave some NLP as well. Mm-hmm. So turning some negative thoughts into positive. So it's a lot of talk about, um, you know, the student might say to me, oh, I can't, I can't pass that exam. Well, yes, you can pass that exam because you've been revising and working hard. It's just about switching that mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that has been, you know, a real big push the last few months, mm-hmm. uh, which has been great for me as well. I've loved every minute of that. Very much needed, isn't it? I mean, the kids have been right through the mill. Uh, with not being able to go into school and being stuck in the house with their parents <laughs> yeah that's it. and, and vice versa <laughs> yeah definitely and the, it seems like there's a lot more exams now as well so I know like there's a lot of students going into mock GCSEs at the moment and then I think there's some more after Christmas as well and then the actual real thing like May time mm-hmm. um, so it's an awful lot of pressure as well for them when they feel like they haven't been in school a lot as well and also they've missed that peer on peer time as well haven't they you know they miss the friends socializing 
take away the worry a worry a little bit to distract your mind from having to study and, and things mm. yeah and then the other side that we're seeing as well those same students having issues with big groups and socializing feeling intimidated so all sort of comes around I think same area about looking at self-esteem for, for a lot of it um, and then like I say into even the NLP in there as well where we can I'll have to get you talking to, to Liz because Liz is uh, an NLP practitioner. She's taught me lots of things and, and she's got me doing an NLP course online at the moment as well. Um, it's very, very involved, isn't there? There's so many facets to, to NLP and how the brain works and yeah. how you can change your way of thinking. It's quite a lot to take in, but a bit similar to yourself. I've, I've just recent, well, I say recently now, we're in October, I qualified in January as a person-centered counsellor. But as I've been doing the podcast and getting to know like people like yourself who are doing well-being, we had a a lovely chap come on um, who's actually one of our Nantwich buddies who's a th- hypnotherapist talking about the work he does. A bit similar to yourself, I was like, you know, there's more stuff that we can be doing. And, and hence the reason we set up the Happiness Hub as well, because there's lots of little things that people can do every day. And even being part of a social group like this, the Happiness Hub, and especially like you just said about reintroducing yourself back into socialising after having to, to be at home for so long can be really, really daunting. Um, and we were a big believer in that about having a social group and being part of something, getting the confidence to speak to people. Even um, a couple of weeks ago, one of the uh, attendees was saying, I haven't socialized in a very, very long time. And, and he was like worrying about how he was coming across. And because, you know, you, you kind of do it in your own brain, don't you? And we're like, oh, you're fine. You're chatting away. You're absolutely fine. But he was paranoid about how he was coming across and if he was doing it okay no, it is. there's so many aspects to it it's um you know people think things are opening up it's okay get back to normal life but it's far from that for a lot of people isn't it <laughs> yeah it's going to be with us for quite some time isn't it still yeah well, i mean with adults wise and working with people i do a lot of adapting to change and mm-hmm. prior to covid really it was kind of things like um divorce separation even friendship breakups things like that but now it is more about adjusting to working at home or adjusting to a change life or different work, different job. People have realised that, you know, they wanted to do something different, but this has given them the push. So very similar to myself. So it's quite nice that, you know, you've got that personal experience as well, which is a lot of my work. I do tend to just mainly work with my own, what I've got personal experience with. I find that helps like build that rapport with, with my clients as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's where we're up to at the minute. I was having a little bit of a dig around your website before before we recorded the podcast today. And I just wanted to ask you a little bit about some of the services that you offer and how you work with clients, but also something that you, you use called the GROW model as well. Yeah, so grow, the GROW model of coaching is about, it's a process. So we start with the G, which is for goal and visioning. So when I meet with a client, it's talking about actually what do you want? What is your ultimate goal? What can you see at the end of it? What do you want to achieve? Sometimes we might not even get that in the first, second or third session. It might be well down the line because sometimes people can come to you with a bit of a um, blank slate. So it's kind of like, well, I don't know what's wrong. I just don't feel happy. I'm not fulfilled. Okay, right. Okay, so where are we going to start? So it's just where we start to unpick, asking the right questions, asking them why. And sometimes can be quite uncomfortable for the clients as well because they don't know why. But it's just constantly unpicking things, working right from the bottom. So we look at goal and visioning. Then the R of the grow is to understand your own reality and how you're able to move forward. So and about it being manageable. So people think when they go to, you know, a a life coach or something similar that 
oh, it's a lot of work. How am I going to fit that in? It's changing everything. But it's about how we can actually do it within reality, within their, their life, fitting in with this family, you know, work and everything else. And then the O is to explore the options and possibilities and how they are going to progress towards that goal. So it's always about what are the options, putting it, the emphasis on the client a lot more as well. Right? How are you going to achieve that? What are your options? How are we going to work through it? And then the W, which is quite important, which is establish the way forward and how they are going to engage in the will to do that. So again, it's putting the emphasis back on them. Right? How are you going to do that? How are you going to achieve that? Is it achievable? And it's, I suppose it's very much like working with children. When I was working with children, it's about having giving things that are achievable. If things are unachievable, then they're never going to meet that meet that end goal. So it's always about breaking it down. I always talk about, my clients always say that, I always talk about building blocks. Just start with small building blocks, build that tower. The first couple of sessions, we might have just one tower, one block, and then we will build from there. It's a process. It's not about, you know, room wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and it is a, it is about talking therapy. It's being honest. Um, I always say that from day one when when I uh, have that initial chat with the with the client, what I call a discovery call. It's about finding out whether we can work with each other and just making sure that you know you're going to be honest with yourself whilst you're coming to coaching. Because I always say if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anybody, can you? No. Um, you know, so it, it's about that really. So, and I tend to do quite a few mindfulness walks as well, oh, which yeah. are really good. So I started that in COVID, how long we like, obviously like what everyone was doing with the Zoom, but I did some mindfulness works and it really helped with those people who weren't able to get out as well. So we'd meet somewhere local, like obviously we're in Nantwich, I'd meet maybe in Nantwich Lake or Crew Park, somewhere like that. We'd have our mindfulness walk where we'd talk about what the issues were, how we're going to move forward and maybe end up with a coffee at the end if we wanted to. But it was just about that being out, you get to be People talk more freely when they're walking around as well. They're not sat there looking at the wall thinking, oh, no, you know, it's a bit more free and easy. And you find that the chat just flows. So they have been great for people getting out as well and a bit of exercise and fresh air. Yeah. So that's my service. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that was going to be my next sort of question, really, um, is around like, because you obviously set your business up during um, during the pandemic. Are you seeing people face to face now or are you doing a lot of work over Zoom or is it a mixture of both? A mixture still really so uh face-to-face wise tend to still offer the coffee and a chat because that's gone down really well makes makes it feel a lot more less formal but we tend to get the same outcomes so it's been great you know sitting there have a cup of tea or whatever have that chat face to face and it, it is so nice seeing people face to face because you can get it's the body language and everything about it it's the smiles it's the eye contact I know you've got a bit of that on zoom but it's just not the same as actually being no, with that person mm-hmm. um you know, and it's kind of like sometimes you just look at somebody, it's like a hug, isn't it? You know, you can like look at somebody and you know that what they're thinking, oh, I just want to give you a big hug. Yeah, so that's been great that we can get back out, have a coffee. And a lot of places, obviously, they offer a lot of outdoor seating. So we can still sit outside, just remember your coats and gloves and different things. Yeah. <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely the weather has changed, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's been great. So if people wanted to work with you, Fiona, how, how could they find you? Um, I have a website which is www.flourishwellbeingcoach.co.uk. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn as well. And when you find my um, bio, you'll be able to find my contact number as well on there. Uh, so there's lots of ways of getting in touch. An email as well, that's all, all on there as well. So get in touch. I'll always contact you back as well. Even if it's a question, you might have a few questions about what coaching is all about um, before you dip your toe in. Um, I do offer, like I say, a free half hour 
session as well for anybody who wants to know a little bit more about coaching and see if it's for you which you know we can try and fit in we tend to do mainly evening uh, sessions at the moment um unless it's a walking session which we do try and fit in in the day or you know at a weekend if we can uh, so quite flexible with sessions to be honest uh, we'll, we'll put all your details in the show notes with links to all of your socials and things as well fiona so people can just go in there and click straight through on average how, how long do you work with clients totally depends on the individual it might only be one session um it might even be a discovery call for somebody which is completely free uh, i had one last week actually and i spoke to a really lovely young lady thought she was in a bit of a pickle um, when we actually just had a little chat and picked a few things, she actually realised that actually things weren't as bad as what, what she actually thought. And But she texted me to let me know, and that was lovely to hear. And I just thought, yeah, well, keep going as you are. You know, sometimes <laughs> it can just be that little bit of reassurance. No, carry on as you are, push yourself. And it, a lot of it was about, um, she was she was unsure whether to do some more CPD. And like I said earlier, I am quite big on CPD. Always push yourself, do what you can, why you can. You never know what you want in the future. And she just said that, you know a family had said well what are you doing that for and and it was that kind of turnaround that she thought well actually I'm doing it for myself so I think that was like that she just needed to hear from somebody else that actually you're not being selfish you know do it that was a quick win then for you yeah. not, not well, well yeah, not no, I didn't get paid for it but no, no <laughs> but you know sometimes that, that's just as nice to know that you know and she contacted me which I thought was absolutely lovely yeah, I suppose, like you say, it very much depends on the individual and and like you say, the pickle that they might think that they're in as well um, on how, how long you work with somebody. Yeah, I like I mean, the sound of the mindfulness walks. And I think hopefully like the happiness hub will be a bit like that. You know, the fact that you, you're out and you're walking and it, it helps with the conversation flow. I'd never really thought about it in that sort of terms before. No, they're, they're great. And it just completely like, you know, when you're looking around as well, you're taking the fresh air, the sounds, everything else that's going on. It's about being in that present moment um because we all forget don't we sometimes about mindfulness and it's like you can get so caught up sometimes my little girl will say to me mommy put your phone down and I'll think oh I'm only just seeing if that email's come through or something and it makes me feel so guilty you know because I'm not just in that moment playing cafe with her or whatever she wants to do <laughs> yeah. yeah there's so many things that are, are baning for our uh, attention nowadays with technology mm. and things it's it's very hard for people in general, like you say, to focus on mindfulness and to be living in the moment rather than distracting yourself with something. Mm. I think, well, we're all kind of guilty of it. Um, yeah. Fiona, I wanted to ask you, without you giving too much away about what you do, but some of your top tips for wellness and what you personally do to, to help you with your mental health too. Well, personally, um, I love Reiki. So <laughs> I tend to have regular Reiki sessions. And in fact, I'm going there today. <laughs> um I absolutely love it and I do have the same lady she does um readings as well she does a bit of everything so I haven't actually confirmed with her today whether I want Reiki or a reading and sometimes she'll do a bit of both so I'll decide when I get there so that's that's my little pleasure to be honest and I got into a little bit more exercise and I use a local company um I use Bex Excel training in Nantwich and it's just great it's short hit sessions half an hour I do some online, I do some studio ones as well, but I love that. Just really, you know, you, you know, it's like sometimes, oh, really can't bother today. But once you've been, you feel great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the same with like food relationships. I've had a, a, a poor food a relationship with food in the past where, you know, emotional eater and that's completely changed. Now I'm into more exercise as well. Everything sort of just fit in place. So that that's my little look after what I'm eating, look what I'm eating, exercise more. The odd Reiki session when I can. And I do have some um, every now and then I will have distance Reiki as well if I can't make a session. 
which again is amazing, really helps me to sleep as well and just defaults. If you've got so much going on and you can't make a choice, I just find sometimes with Reiki, it just smooths things out for me. Just just for, uh, for, for anyone that's listening, what exactly is Reiki? And I didn't know you could do it at this at, from a distance. <laughs> so how distance Reiki? Yeah, so it's a healing there, oh gosh, this is really gonna be hard now because I'm not Reiki therapist. For me as a client, you go along and um the practitioner I use, she works from home at the moment. So you'll you'll get on a couch all comfy. She has a little chat with you first, and then it's all about your aura and different things and and just rebalancing what's going on inside. So if like, you know, like sometimes when you've got like 101 things going on in your head, but you, it's all like a bit of a blur and nothing's coming to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. I always use it for that. So I find that when I go, Helen just really like, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> it's a non-touch therapy as well. So it's all about, she places her hands like, you know, on your head or your chakras. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably explaining this really bad. So you've probably got somebody <laughs> much better who could do this. But I have to get her on the show. Well, about her on the show. Yeah, but she's amazing and she's just lovely to have a chat with as well. She is the most calming person ever. I've used Helen for, oh gosh, about eight, nine years, I'd say now. She used to be based up at Dagfields. Mm-hmm. Um, she's amazing. She really is. And yeah, she can do a little bit of everything. Fab, let's time Fiona, you're with her. Um, ask her for some leaflets and we'll pop them in a little um, yeah. kind of folder that we're putting together for the happiness of for, for, for wellness practice. Pra- oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good today when I'm there. Yeah. And then tell yeah. her I'll be contacting her because I'd like, I'd like somebody to come on the show and talk a little bit more about Reiki and how, how that works. Yeah. Anyway, no. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so Fiona, are those you, kind of the, all those things that you do for your own well-being, are those the kind of things you recommend or your top tips? I know it's, again, it's different. It's finding find something that works for you, isn't it? Yeah, and just talking. I, I find that, you know, it doesn't matter what it, who it is, what it's about. Sometimes just having a chat, socialising. I've started to come into the Happiness Hub, as you know, on your Tuesday evening, um, which I love that. It was really good. It was lovely to meet new people as well. And a lot of the people actually from the village where I live myself. So that's quite nice as well. Not bumped into anybody yet, but I'm sure we will. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's it's just about keeping yourself going. It's just about keeping yourself happy, feeling fulfilled, enjoy your job, enjoy, you know, put things in there, make plan. I'm, I'm a big planner. So I like making plans. So we've never got a dull moment at our house. There's always something going on at the weekend. or And then sometimes I think, oh, why do I plan so much? <laughs> But I just like to be busy. Um, I'm a big list maker, so that helps me. But um, some of the things that my clients always tell me about from coaching, what they have actually found going forward about their health benefits are things like um, they feel more equipped to um, solve a situation. So they might have a different, because the thought process is starting to change. So they start breaking things into chunks. When I was talking before about building blocks, I think they start chunking. So think, right, well, we'll deal with that now and then we'll break that up into smaller chunks and then get there in the end. And a lot of people have said to me that really works for them. They haven't realised it before, even if they write it down. Mm-hmm. So I always think as well, writing a goal down, if you write, you know, something that you want to achieve, even if it's for the month, the year or whatever, write it down. Even if you do like a mind map or whatever, you know, and, and then just start seeing. It. And when it's visual like that as well, I always think it's sticks in your head what you want to achieve. Yeah, um, my clients always say as well about improved self confidence, having more confidence once they've spoken about things and got things out in the open. Moving forward, they've, they've improved their moods 
so the confidence also builds and less negative thoughts um as we've started like i was talking to you before about turning those negatives into positives as well using a little bit of nlp i tend to weave it into coaching so i don't do it alone i tend to weave it in i do tell the clients what i do <laughs> i tell them from day one but i do tend to just weave that in um as part of the process another thing is being more open-minded as well looking at more options and so not just thinking oh this is what i've always done so that's what i'm going to continue to do and it's looking at things how things change what things are for the better and eliminating bad habits that was a big one i had a client who basically just wanted to sort a house out they've moved out they were living in a caravan for a while while they had some um construction work done at the house and when they moved back in it was all a bit of a rush so her ideal would have been sort through boxes put it all back neatly where she wanted it to be but because it was so rushed everything just got shoved in this new house and she just felt very overwhelmed by what had happened and she just couldn't get to the bottom of it she didn't have the time the energy to sort everything out so she again she broke it up right well I'm going to do one box a day and did that and in the end she was actually doing more than one box a day because she actually saw the benefit of it so again, eliminating those bad habits of just leaving it and work through it and being accountable. So she knew if she was going to speak to me the following um, week or month or whatever it might have been for our appointment, she she could then tell me, well, actually, I've achieved that now, I've done it. And it was amazing just to hear it. her voice even sounded different. She just lifted her spirits completely. Um, and also my clients also talk about it, how it improves their physical well-being as well because they've started to engage in some activity. And even if it is a walk or joined a walking group or whatever it might be, and just feeling brighter in themselves it's it's very difficult isn't it when you're in that um kind of space where everything feels overwhelmed and you feel so overwhelmed you just can't think about what you need to do first but breaking it down I, I've heard I've heard that a lot before from, from people uh just it, it seems more manageable um especially if you're you're suffering with depression it's and it affects people differently in all sorts of different ways and energy, like you've mentioned there, is, is a big thing. You just don't have the energy or you feel so overfaced by it. And so, like, we have, just do something, like, say, this five minutes or the, the, what, the there's one that called, the, was it the golden hour or something? So you've got something that you need to do. You say, okay, I'm just going to do this for one hour. Yeah. Stop doing it. And just by chipping away at it slowly and slowly helps with that momentum. So that's a really, really good top tip. I like that. Yeah. Definitely, just break it down. <laughs> Use post-it notes. I love a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> We've, um, we're coming to the end of the podcast now, Fiona. And what we always do, I mean, you've talked about all the wonderful things that you do for well-being and, and how you help your clients as well. But what's the one thing that's been help, making you happy this year? Probably my job, to be honest, helping others. It's that I absolutely love it. Helping others, see people achieve and meeting their goals. It, it's great. I love it. <laughs> fantastic that's great I mean they always say if you love your job you never have to work again yeah hopefully <laughs> fantastic it's been lovely to have you on the podcast Fiona and to meet you thank you so much for coming down to the happiness hub um group will you be joining us at some point in the future I will I'll see you next Tuesday oh fantastic lovely we'll have our lady from the yoga studio come down to talk to us then um and yeah it'll be nice nice to see you again so thank you ever so much we'll put all your details down at the bottom so people uh, can know how to get hold of you so take care and i shall see you on tuesday lovely thanks Kedrin. you're listening to the happiness hub part of the redshift community podcast network with me liz parkin and me Kedrin elliott every episode we'll share top tips and how to get happy and stay happy so listen in get involved and be happy